Welcome to the Happy Tech Podcast. I'm your host, Amy Spector, and we're here to explore the latest in positive education technology. Today on the Happy Tech Podcast, I talk to Eric Hamilton, co-founder of Aviva Education. Aviva is a nonprofit organization that's dedicated to promoting positive psychology education globally. They have online courses for individual teachers and have programs for school districts and whole educational systems as well. So join me as we learn more about Aviva Education. Hi, Eric. Thank you so much for joining me today on the Happy Tech Podcast. Thank you. It's a, it's a great pleasure to be here. Wonderful. So you are one of the co-founders of Aviva Education. And I, um, we're going to hear a lot more about Aviva in a minute, but I wanted to hear first about how you got started in positive education. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, my, my experience, most of my experience or my uh, past life or <laughs> in, uh, I've been in education um, generally in, in the U.S. as well as internationally, so in Southeast Asia and South America. And, um, uh, you know, I was a, an assistant principal, I was a teacher, uh, a principal, a headmaster of, of schools. And um, when I was in Vietnam, one of my postings was at an American uh, curriculum school in Ho Chi Minh City which is kind of close to Singapore and Australia. Um, and I saw a conference on positive education that was being delivered by Geelong Grammar School or the Institute of Positive Education. Um, and that was going to be in Singapore. And so my wife was at the time going, going through her certification in positive psychology. And I was really kind of learning through her um, and listening and, and reading some of the readings that she was learning. And I, I really thought it was interesting to see how we could, how we could bring positive psychology into to my school that I was currently running. And so we both went to this conference delivered by, by G Long. And that's where I got my first taste of it and um, really thought it was very applicable and very needed um, in my particular school and, and, and come to find out that it's needed everywhere around the world. So um, that's my first sort of uh, taste and introduction of, of positive psychology through my wife and then positive education through G Long. That's fantastic. Um, tell me some more. So in that intervening time, how did you come to develop Aviva? And, and then also, what is Aviva? Right, right. Um, well, you know, we, we really um, tried a couple of things out, and just like everybody does, I think after they come back from a conference uh, in schools, you know, you take you have certain takeaways, um, and we um, wanted to focus in on some stress reduction, so mindfulness for our kids, because um, you know most of most of the kids that I was working with were. You know, there was a lot of pressure to get into top U.S., U.K. universities, um, and that's particularly why they came to our school. So they were all, you know, high-level academic students and really had lots of high aspirations. But coming with that is, is um, you know, stress. And so we attempted to bring in mindfulness and yoga um, in the 
um, and the, we started in a PE class, um, and we saw some really incredible results, and uh, we learned things to do and things not to do, and you know how to communicate to the parents um, to get them on board, um, so they didn't think we were brainwashing them with a, an Eastern religion or or Hindu or anything like that. Um, so we really focused on the research behind it, and and really. Um, on John Kabat-Zinn's work on mindfulness uh, and meditation um, for stress reduction. So we kind of tried to, you know, work through that. And um, it was really exciting to see, you know, the kids who had anxiety um, learn these new tools um, to help them, you know, manage the stress. You know, the stress is always there um, uh, or the the... You know, the, the adversity is always there. The pressure is always there. It's, it's how we respond to it. And so the mindfulness really, I think, uh, you know, touched a, a, a really strong core part of our students, you know, tool belt. And um, so that was really sort of, you know, that was, one, well, I guess, one of our first successes. Um, and then we really just thought, right, how can we, how can we, you know, make this bigger and how can we bring in other aspects of, of positive psychology, positive education. Um, and I ended up moving to a different school, um, but set things in place for the school. And now they actually have a positive education course and the teachers are being trained by Aviva, um, you know, continually now over the last couple of years. Um, but I moved to a different school in South America and really wanted to start sort of a comprehensive program uh, within my school. So again, we had this sort of, you know, this playground, you know, to try to, you know, learn from what we already learned in the previous school and then to, to try, you know, new things. Um, so we started out using Google Classroom and we created nine sort of monthly modules that kind of correspond with the nine months of the school year. Uh, and we we created four-week, you know, sort of activities and readings and research um, for teachers to learn, you know, the, the, the you know, positive education principles. Um, so we also accompanied it with a face-to-face -face workshop. So we had a workshop for the teachers that launched um, the concept with, with, you know, what the research says, what, what, what the science of happiness is. That was our first module, the science of happiness. Um, and so then, uh, you know, then they continued their work um, uh, online and then also applied it into their classroom um, and see what worked and what they could do to make it even better um, for, for the future. So each month was a different topic. We had the science of happiness, mindfulness, the VIA character strengths, uh, growth mindset, authentic happiness, um, social-emotional intelligence. Um, and then we also did a little uh, module on appreciative workshop or appreciative inquiry. Um, so I went through all those nine modules, learned a lot, and, you know, did a little bit of measurement as far as well-being to see, you know, how, what the impact was um, on our students. Because what the, the idea was to teach the teachers so they could teach the students. So our, our Google Classroom, you know, was somewhat limiting. And so 
we tried another pilot at a different school and we upgraded to a much larger sort of technological system um, called Thinkific, um, which is just a, a learning platform where you can create um, courses online and charge for it or make it free or um, uh, so we we applied everything we learned and went to the next um, pilot for another school. So that's where we that's how we've developed um, into a Viva education. And now we're working with twenty schools, a group of schools in in Lima, um, uh, and we're hoping to do an impact study next year on about twenty thousand students to see what the impact is on on positive educa of positive education on students. This is so exciting. This is exactly um, why I love positive education technology. Um, you're, you're just such a beautiful illustration of the power of reaching so many schools and your story of how you evolved from being an educator yourself and you were in your own school trying things out, learning and applying them, um, figuring out the kinks, what, um, how to market it to the parents. Um, that's always you know, an issue, um, especially with uh, parents wanting also things, parents and school districts wanting things to be focused on academics. Um, it, it can be a hard battle. So you've, you've learned these things on your own at your, your schools and then uh, grew, grew Aviva through this very um, organic sounding process of starting off, you know, just with one school and then broadening and building, um, as Barbara Fredrickson would say, to, uh, to um, increase your reach and scope. Um, up to this point where it, um, you're now about to do the study with what 20,000 students. That's phenomenal. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're definitely excited about that. Um, we're, we're working with the ministry of education in, in, in Peru, as well as the school group, um, kind of, we're trying to sort of build off of Dr. Alejandro Adler, Adler's work, um, to kind of show that, you know, positive education or well-being should be at the same level of importance or priority as academics. And if it is, if you do it correctly, then um, you can have significant impacts on on the academics as well as you know student um, student well-being and lowering depression and anxiety and increasing happiness. Um, so it's like a it's like the, it seems like the golden pill, <laughs> you know, it's, a, it's a, the one thing that's going to transform education. So we'll, um, yeah, we're, we're, we're very hopeful and um, optimistic about, about starting this project in 2019. Yeah, that's really exciting. I'd love to check in with you next year, too, and get an update on how that's going. Um, sounds like a really important project. Um, and again, you know, really illustrating so many, um, so many educators really believe that it's either or, either well-being, uh, happiness, um, education, or academics. And what I love about um, Alejandro Adler's research and um, what you guys are doing is you're really showing that it's not either or, that in fact, if you can focus on well-being and happiness, you're going to improve the academics along the way. Um, so it's really, you know, they just go hand in hand so beautifully. Right. Yeah. And then I think that's the, I think that's the key um, for leadership 
I mean, I think leadership and I think teachers know it. They know that how important it is. Um, but I, I know that, you know, leaders in schools, you know, they have, you know, the, the demands of high stakes testing, um, specifically in the States, um, and making sure that, you know, all the, all the students are showing adequately year, adequate year progress, um, on math and, and reading. And so that's where their focus is. So every intervention, every professional development, every um, thing that they do is is all academics. Because I think that they ha- the, the mindset there is that if you achieve academics, then you're going to get into a good college and you're going to get good grades or you're going to get a good job and then you're going to be happy. <laughs> when as we, you know, as we're learning... Um, through the research of positive psychology that that's reversed. It should be, you know, really working on the internal aspects of, of well-being first so that regardless of your situation, regardless of your genetics, that you're, you're able to increase your level of well-being. Um, and I just don't think leadership sees that yet at the, in the U.S., um, but I, th- I think it's, it, I, I hope that it's going to slowly turn around so that, um, it, policy makers and, you know, um, leaders, you know, school districts are going to see that it really goes hand in hand. Um, and in fact, by only focusing on the academics, then I think you're, you know, your school districts and school leaders are doing a great disservice to, to man, man and womankind. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, so it sounds like currently you're working with larger systems, not just um, individual teachers, but school districts and even ministries of education. Do people also use, do educators also use Aviva more on an individual classroom basis, or is it really designed to be more of a systems approach? Uh, well, we, I think you, you use the word organic uh, to describe our growth, and that, that's really true. I mean, so I, I really think we, we really focused on the individual teacher, the individual classroom from the beginning, um, and then just organically learned how to scale. Um, so, so there are teachers, there are teachers and, and individual classrooms that that use Aviva. Um, each of our each of our modules or, or courses, they can be purchased online um, uh, individually or, you know, a package or all nine to get a, a teacher's Aviva positive education certificate. And so that um, allows individual teachers to work through either one or, you know, one area of interest or, or the entire, entire program. Um, and within it, they, you know, they, it's it's four weeks, and the first week is about, you know, what does the science say? What does the research say? What does it not say? Um, and how week two is more about how you can apply these strategies to yourself, so you can kind of internalize and and learn um, learn about it and and see the benefits. And then the week three and four are what the educational trends are, and then how to apply it into your classroom. And so we have a a toolkit for teachers that shows um, there's lesson plans that go along with each module um, with videos and, and activities and worksheets and um, and things like that. And then there's also evidence, like 
part of our larger programs, um, one of the things that they have to do to get through their the teacher certificate is they have to submit evidence of the work they did in their classroom. So they have to take pictures or videos uh, or do a little PowerPoint that shows what they did and how they customized you know, the lesson uh, for mindset for a second grader or for, uh, you know, for uh, a secondary student. So they, they, so we have, now we have these visuals and other, you know, we're kind of amassing this, this body of evidence that, and examples that teachers can look at and use to help inspire them for their own classroom use. Um, so that's part of the teacher toolkit that's in that, that's in, in each module. So I think it's really effective for, individual students as well as just one school um, you know we're working with one school in, in Bogota Colombia that's got a, you know about 1200 students in it um, so or whole districts and, and ministries so that's really um, yeah I feel like we kind of are organically you know have developed into individual as well as the full scale it's kind of exciting that, that is really exciting. Um, I love that that people can get involved at whatever level makes sense to them. Um, and it often does start with an individual teacher um, deciding, hey, this is really important to me and I want to I want to bring this into my classroom and then build from there once uh, that teacher gets results and um, their students are different and that's visible and noticeable to others around them. They're like, hey, I want, I want what you're having. <laughs> Give me some of that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, it's it's definitely, a, uh, it's like you said, a broad and build idea. Yeah, absolutely. And since you, um, one thing I love about Aviva is how international you are. Um, just uh, sounds like a function of you um, and uh, your wife being international travelers and uh, citizens of the world. Um, but tell me a little bit more about um, where Aviva is being used um, globally right now. Yeah, um, let's see, our primary, uh, you know, group is in, is in Lima, and actually they have schools outside of Lima as well in Peru. Um, and there are, I believe, 15 schools that are, that are using the platform and, and getting the training. And um, so that's really exciting. And then this next year, they're, they're, they're growing rapidly. So they now this next year, they're gonna have 49 schools uh, total in the group. So they will expand more as far as the number of students who, who, who will be using Aviva. Um, and then uh, we have a couple, two schools in, in Bogota, um, in Colombia. And then there's a school in, well, the school that I worked in in, in Vietnam um, is, is also using the Aviva program. Are there and any yet, uh, culture? Oh, sorry, go ahead. I, I was going to say the idea is to develop trainers because um, it's great to have the technology. And I think the technology is, is amazing to be able to extend learning. Um, but there really is, it, it, there's a lot more success when you when you're blending the learning so you have face-to-face -face interaction um and and the online platform so as far as the technology it's super supportive um we we lose i think 
we lose some some of the attrition when when it's just the platform. So we try to we try to build and create um, cultivate trainers to be able to train in the you know in the Aviva teachers around the world. So we're trying to find teachers that are bilingual and they go through the program and they can you know uh, teach their school and kind of um, you know make it even larger. I love that recruiting um, more more people to the positive psychology army right. of the world. Right. <laughs> are there any uh, cultural adaptations you've made um, since you are so international and global in your reach? Yeah, def it's definitely, um, you know, it's, it's important to have the mother tongue language, of course, in the, in the, uh, on the learning platform and also delivering, um, because I think you can lose a lot in translation if you're, um, you know, if you're, if you're, we're trying to, trying to teach it in a different language. Um, so we really, you know, we try to make sure that our videos, right now our videos are, um, in English, but then there are subtitles in Spanish. Um, and as we grow into different countries and, and different populations, we'll definitely, um, you know, broaden that, uh, uh you know, the, the language, as far as the language. The idea would be actually to even tailor it even more. And I can, we can do this on a, on a large scale. Um, if there's a large scale project, it's a lot easier to go in, um, to the culture, you know, find, find out about the culture, um, of, not just about a culture of a country, but, or, um, but also a culture of the school, culture of the school district. What, what do they, how do they define well-being? What's important to them? for them, for their children to be happy, you know, because different schools, different cultures, um, I think define happiness and well-being differently. So it's really important to get the contextual piece um, before designing the, the course. Um, so, so, taking, so taking that contextual um, information and then integrating it into, into the course I think is is a key piece in order to make sure that um, it really resonates with you know the the students and the and the and the teachers. Um, so yeah, it's really it's interesting because there are some countries, for example, like in Colombia, um, they don't even have a word for resilience. I mean, I think they do, but um, they don't really speak about it as much. But they they because of the you know, and I'm sure there are many other countries that have sim similarities, but, you know, they just are finishing up a 50-year internal conflict, um, and they're, they're embarking on the peace process now, and it's been going on for 50 years, and so the country is quite resilient, so it's like, you know, it's like um, a, a fish who is swimming in water doesn't realize they're swimming in water, <laughs> you know, they're you know, so they're, they live resilience and they don't even really need to talk about, you know, uh, you know, how do, how do you, um, come back? How do you bounce back? Because they've been doing it for 50 years. Um, so, so it's just, it's interesting that different cultures and different, um, have different needs, I guess. Um, you know, so another example would be in, in Lima, um, where one of the biggest, the most, one of the most, the most popular themes was gratitude, um, being able to feel and express and show gratitude. Um, 
for whatever reason, I didn't really, I don't, I don't know why, but for the the students and the kids are really, uh, and the and the teachers are really, um, you know, latched on to to this concept of gratitude, and they're really embracing it. Um, and there, you can just see how how the schools are living in gratitude, and it's really it's it's amazing. So some resonate higher with others than other themes. Um, so yeah, it's a, it's a fascinating journey to go and learn about these cultures and see how, how we can tailor positive education to their, to their contextual needs. Right. Well, to, to both their needs and, um, sounds like their strengths as well, looking at what, um, is naturally bubbling up for a particular group and working with that, giving them the tools to really enhance that. Exactly. Exactly. Great. Um, so any, do you have any especially inspiring stories of how Aviva has helped educators and students thrive? The impact that we are currently having on um, the Lima schools um, is really, uh, I mean, I was driven, you know, while we were there last month, um, we went to visit one of the schools. Um, and we did, it's unfortunate that the students were on, on vacation, but um, we, you know, the schools are, it's a, it's a private school group, but so it's a private, private school. People have to pay to get in. However, it's not, um, it's, it's targeted towards the lower middle class, um, because the public school system in Peru definitely has its challenges. They've been going through a lot of, uh, changes and leadership. Um, and there's really, you know, it's very difficult outside of, Lima to get resources and, um, you know, s strong qualified teachers and principals. And so education in the public system in, in Peru is, is quite challenged right now. Um, so this group came along and really wanted to, um, they really wanted to address and find the students that have, you know, strong potential, um, and give them scholarships to come into the school and, and it's, they're really trying to provide a, a high quality education at a, at a low cost. In fact, we were, we were, we were speaking with the, the owner, uh, while we were there and he said that they're actually, they're only spending $200 more per student than the Ministry of Education is in, in, in Peru for each student in the public sector. And they have a beautiful, they have beautiful facilities and, um, the teachers are are qualified. They're all, you know, they're very new and young and um, ener energetic and so on. Um, and so, for them to recognize that positive education is is a value um, was was super was super inspirational for us to to start working with them. But but we did get we got to visit um, one of the schools and they were, they were doing some workshops and getting ready for the next term, which is coming up. And we did some interviews with them and just the, the gratitude that, that the teachers, um, presented to us, uh, was just amazing. I mean, we, we were all in tears during the interview. So they just, um, they know how important it is and they see the impact on, on their students. Um, you know, they talk about how, they're, you know, like I said, gratitude was one of their biggest, you know, most, um, most important 
themes for them. And they have parents who have never, you know, really didn't get much of an education um, and don't, you know, they didn't definitely have computers in their class, they, you know, and they're very, you know, we drove through the neighborhood. The neighborhood was just horrific, um, you know, and where the school was. So the parents were coming and then the, the students were sharing um, their gratitude for them, you know, waking them up. Uh, every morning with a kiss uh, or, you know, taking a walk with them or just small little things, these little, you know, second graders talking to their parents about how much they're grateful for them and, and their, and the love that they have for their family. And so that, um, impact just in building positive relationships between the kids, but then also the feeling that it brings into the classroom, um, was super inspirational. I mean, like I said, we were all we were all in tears during the interview. <laughs> we're we're actually the interview has been posted. So uh, uh, on our on our uh, Aviva Education uh, Facebook page. So shout out to go take a look at it. <laughs> yes, yes. Please, everyone, check that out. I I am definitely going to check that out. That um, it's just so beautiful to hear. It's often you know it's it's usually 99% of the time not these big massive changes it's these tiny little things like noticing something sweet like waking you know the the child noticing the parent and appreciating them for waking them up with a kiss so, you know it's like that is what what it's all about you know right right yeah, it's just, it's, a, it's it's so great to see those those small but powerful examples and and then also i think your story really highlights the importance of um, providing for the well-being of educators and how heartwarming and inspiring and exciting this is as an educator to be having these discussions with your students and and to be hearing about these things and really seeing these concepts come to life. I mean, it's so important to preventing burnout. This is so many wonderful educators to burnout every year. And I think these like this can really help break that cycle. Yes, yes, I agree 100%. Yeah, so I'm curious about how creating Aviva has utilized your own strengths. Yeah, my own strengths. Let's see. Well, um, my my top five VIA strengths, if you want to <laughs> talk about those, <laughs> my top five um, are uh, compassion, um, forgiveness, uh, love, curiosity, and um, fairness. So, you know, I, I definitely, you know, those five have really helped me have the drive to want to share this with everybody because I want it to be fair. I don't want it just to be in the hands of the people who can afford it, but um, but everybody. So this is information that should be shared freely with with every person on the planet um you know because you know the compassion that that i have for people who are suffering um is a is a, is a big drive i mean you know i think one of the things that, one of the reasons we we get into th these types of um uh disciplines or or research or finding this information, all this curiosity is because we want to, we want to be happy ourselves. We don't want to be 
suffering. We want to um, be, you know, have a strong level of well-being and be balanced. And so it's really exciting, you know, to um, work on ourselves as we're also sharing it with others um, so that, you know, everybody can, can benefit and increase their own well-being and happiness. So, yeah, I mean, I think those are the things that just drive me um, to, to make sure this is getting out to as many people as possible around the world. <laughs> I really believe, I, I, I'm sorry, I really believe in the, the um, 2030 agenda that the United Nations put out as far as the sustainability development goals and well-being and health is, you know, number three and education is number four. and um, you know, I, I think those th that's where I'm kind of focusing my life. Um, you know, my life's purpose is, is, is on those two areas. Yeah, I was just going to say, I think it really shows that, you've, um, that you're using your strengths on a daily basis um, and that they've come together in this really uh, synergistic way um, because you've been able to achieve so much and um, put forth such a great um, educational tool for people and spread it globally. I think that's that's really exciting and exciting to see where where Aviva goes from here as well. Yeah, thank you. I'm I'm excited to see as well. <laughs> yes. yes. Uh, so, if people are interested, I mean, I know people are interested after listening to this. Where uh, where do they find out more about Aviva? Well, our our website is uh, avivaeducation.com. We also have a, a Facebook page and a Twitter page, and and they're all they're all on there, um, on the web on the web page. So that would be the that would be the first place to to go and learn about the about our program and and what we're doing. Excellent, and I will link that in the show notes as well. Great, well, great, fantastic! Thank you so much, Eric, for taking the time to talk to me. This has been really um, inspirational and exciting to hear about the amazing work um, you all are doing with Viva Education. Well, you're very welcome. Thank you so much for giving me the opportunity to, to speak. Great. Great. Well, have a beautiful rest of your day. All right. And you too. Thanks for listening to the Happy Tech Podcast. Have a great day.